Welcome to Boundless Love Podcast. Here it's all about next level approach to love, leadership, and intimacy. I am your host, Sofia Sundari. Hello, hello, beautiful humans. So where I want to take us today is a special place because you may have seen me speak a lot about the priestess lately, the priestess as a certain state of awareness, as a certain state of consciousness. And a very interesting thing about that is that a lot of women that I know are operating from this state. Yeah? Like, and we are not looking at like, okay, am I 100% of the time in the priestess state or not? This doesn't matter. Just plugging into that state is already good enough. And I already know that like, I'm seeing a lot of priestesses on the planet. A lot of women who are occupying these states of consciousness. It applies to men as well. There are men who are also plugging into this very specific, very special state of consciousness. And they would never associate themselves with the word priestess or warrior of love or wizard of love. Or, you know, with none of these words, lots of people don't even want to associate with anything spiritual because they don't even think that they are spiritual in, in any way. And that's the beauty of my work, that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you believe that you are spiritual. It's really, sometimes it's even better that you don't even think that you are spiritual or think in those spiritual terms because it really does not matter. And a lot of people are living deeply spiritual lives and are embodying profound spiritual qualities without even associating with these words at all. And in the worst case, what also happens a lot is that lots of people are kind of traumatized by anything that was presented to them as spirituality because much of that has to do with dogma and certain like strictness and certain belief system that you have to subscribe for. So that's why... Like, so I want you to empty your mind from everything you've ever known about spirituality and just be in this receptive state and see how these words are landing for you, where you're recognizing what I'm talking about. Because expanded states of consciousness are more common than it may seem. They are also not a reason to kind of believe that you are now complete with your evolution. That also can happen. Sometimes there is like a certain prematurity in like thinking that, okay, now I got it all together. Now I'm complete. I don't need to grow anymore. I'm happy. I don't need this kind of stuff. I'm happy. I have a good life. I have a good family. I don't need. So that's the other side of it. Yeah, the shadow side of it. But then also there is this point of like actually trusting in your perception of reality and recognizing that you actually have had some really mystical states, mystical experiences in your life. And so why I use these words, why I use the word priestess, why I use the word, why I speak about spirituality, although for a while I stopped doing that. That's how I started. But then I stopped for some time because I felt like I wanted to normalize what I'm talking about. I wanted it to reach more people and kind of like take it down from a pedestal. And that's what I do a lot in my work. I just simplify very, very complex things because I believe it's unnecessary to kind of mystify things that are actually very natural and very human. And over the last years, what happened in my life is that I really got grounded. I really got 
into the human nitty-gritty experience of life. And for that time, I kind of paused with those kind of spiritual expressions. But now I'm back on it, but from a different place, from a more incarnated, from a more integrated, from a more real, I would say, a human state. And I'm still using all these words and the longing and the devotion and the desire in the sense of longing and the priestess and all those things. So, yes, grounding the mystical. And uh, why I use these words is because I believe that these words carry codes. Words have a lot of power. And when they're used intentionally, they actually carry a code. They carry a transmission. That's why I am using all these maybe unusual words for some. But I don't want you to be, to feel like it's not for you if you don't use these kind of words. Okay, so I wanted to set that context first. The, what I see as a very important part of a path of a priestess, of a path of a woman who lives in a profound recognition of who she is on a deep level. This kind of path is rare, and this kind of path is ultimately a path of longing. This is a path in which you continually surrender and lean into your longing. And what does that even mean? We know a lot about desire. We know a lot about needs. And there's a lot to say about that. I also received a question from Emily just about like, why do you see like so many people are kind of demonizing desire and demonizing needs? And and it's like, we have to be beyond that. We have to transcend that. And that's a very, very common, like kind of, classical spiritual approach, let's say, because it is seen that desire can take you astray, that desire can make you derail from the true path, that desire can take you out of your purity, desire can take you out of the true path. But this kind of approach comes from a certain approach to spirituality where it's like a certain approach to life, certain life philosophy, which implies that there is somehow the human existence is not sacred. Because desire is synonymous to life. As long as we are alive, we will have desire. So when we demonize desire and when we say something is wrong with the fact of that we desire, it's like we say something wrong with life. And it's a very, very common thing in kind of old approach to spirituality and development and evolution. Yeah, so it's like we want to escape the human. We want to escape this messy human existence, which is at times very messy and is at times invites us into places which we would rather like not explore. Pain is here. Mess is here. Uncertainty is here. Confusion is here. And then it's like we say all of this is just like, can we be done with that and just transcend it? Like, And then there comes this kind of disembodied ascension, we can say. It's like we just want to ascend, we just want to go up, 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 out of the body. And the tantric approach, which I adore and practice and invite my people in, we go the other way around. We say, no, we want to find spirit, we want to find divinity in all of that. We don't want to get out and then be free. We want to be free here. 
And that is still a radical approach for a lot of people. However, this is exactly the approach that is perfect for a modern-day leader, for a modern-day human, for a modern-day priestess, for a modern-day visionary who really has humanity's evolution in your heart. You know you want to do good. You know you want to serve. You know you want to see like, people around you happy and fulfilled. Yeah, this means that, yeah, there is a, you're pulled into that. And, and actually, it will happen in life of every human being who is honestly doing work of evolution. It will happen always that you will come to a place of, dis- of wanting to serve. It's just inevitable. There comes a, a moment when you're like, this is just my heart is being poured. Like I'm pouring from my heart into what I do. I am moved in that direction. That's where I'm invited. So this movement of like, I want to, I want to move from my heart. I want to serve from my heart. This is absolutely inevitable. Yeah, it's going to happen. Definitely. I'll just like, if we keep walking the path with honesty, like it's going to come. And so a lot of people are in this place, like, I want to serve, I want to give. And then it's like, oh, but then I have all these desires. And should I then transcend all these desires of where I want to be, of how I want to show up? Of Is it egoic then? And should I drop these desires and then I will be able to serve? Should I be free from that first? Well, not in the tantric approach. In the tantric approach, we say, no, no, no. Actually, your desires are very, very valuable asset. And a lot of people are very numb to their desires because of that reason, because they have heard somewhere, they have been educated that somehow it's a bad thing, that you shouldn't be desiring. You should be free from it, and then you're free, and then you can serve. Well, not in the tantric vision. Here, the invitation is feel, awaken your feelings, awaken your perception of what you even want. A lot of people don't even dare to desire anything because the moment they start desiring, they're noticing the lack of what they want. And then it feels terrible. And then they go like, I don't want to go there. It feels really bad. I wouldn't want to desire because I may be disappointed if I don't get it. So I don't, I don't even desire in the first place. I don't want to be disappointed. So the fear of disappointment may be so strong that there's a block against desire. But when we sensitize ourselves and we start to allow ourselves to feel the genuine desires of the heart, we'll be pulled in all sorts of directions. We'll be pulled in the direction of things that are exciting us. So I was talking to my friend yesterday and he said, I have this this desire to be on a massive stage. He's not an artist on a massive stage with like 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 people. And then the moment he said it, he was like, but this is not, that doesn't matter. This is just, you know, personal. This is like, I'm like, hang on a moment. Why? Why you say, why you instantly shrink? The moment you say it, I saw you lit up. You were on fire. You said this thing. And then instantly you are like, no, no, no. It's pretentious. It's egoic. So many people want it. They want it because they, they want to have recognition because they don't see themselves. They don't trust in themselves. So I don't want to go. I'm like, no, 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 wait. This is very important. 
you desiring that is not an accident. It's not a mistake. And so many people stay mediocre because they don't dare to desire that because they go like, no, but who am I to be in front of 200,000 people? This is ridiculous. And what if I, I even feel this desire and then I'll get, I won't have it this year, this month, <laughs> the next five years, I'm not going to have it. And then what? Then I will feel miserable. Then I'll feel like I failed. Then I will feel so, so bad. No, no, no. No, we don't go there. We stay with the desire. And these desires, like on the path of the priestess, you will be holding these desires in the spaciousness of your heart. Because part of, of the path of the priestess is that you, you keep softening your heart. You keep softening your body. You keep softening your heart. And you keep recognizing that you are in the heart of God. And if you don't like the word God, use any other kind of word. You can use the word love. Perfect. You are in the heart of love. You are in the heart of God. So we all are in the heart of God. So it means that how can in the heart of God there be something wrong with you desiring to be in front of those thousands and thousands of people? Why is that wrong? Lots of people desire wealth, money. And then they go like, oh, no, 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 I cannot desire that. Or like, okay, I desire that, but I will keep it secret. And I'm not, you know, because it's not holy, because it's this desire to transcend it. And others are more at peace with it. They're like, yeah, I want wealth. I want fame. I want influence. I want all these things. And they're cool with that. But still, there's always more to it. In the energy of the priestess, and priestess, I mean, it's a state. Yeah, the state of expanded awareness the state of remembering yourself beyond your personal self, remembering yourself as sacred, walking the path of sacredness. It's not a superior position, yeah, but it's a state of remembrance, the divinity in you and in all. And so from this state, you will always keep digging deeper. Okay, there's a desire for wealth. There's a desire for money. There's a desire for influence. There's a desire to be seen. Why? Hmm? This is what the priestess will always do. And this is where I see a lot of beautiful, powerful people blocking themselves. Because they go like, okay, I want that. There's a part of me that's uncomfortable with me wanting that. Another part of me wants that, so I'll go for it. But we want to go deeper. We always want to go deeper. We always want to go deeper. Because if we don't go deep, we stay on the surface. And if we stay on the surface... We don't experience the juice, the nectar of life. So, you know, we may as well, like we incarnated here, we came here, we, we may as well taste it all, what the human life has to give us. That's why we want to go deep. want to keep going deeper, want to keep going deeper, want to keep going deeper. So all these desires, beautiful. But why they are beautiful? They're not only beautiful because you are daring to express yourself. This is just one level, people. This is just one level. This is good. Please keep desiring. Hold these desires. Like, feel them. Enjoy them. Feel how it would feel to have it. Be with it. But then, don't just stop here. Don't just stop here because if you're anything like me, you want to taste the nectar. So let's taste the nectar. And for ta to taste the nectar, you want to source this desire. 
You want to go into following the fragrance of this desire. Following the fragrance of this desire. Leaning into it. Softening into it. Mm. What does that mean? How does that feel? Please experience it right now. You with this desire that you're just naming here, what if you soften into it? So as you soften, as you lean into these desires, you may touch something extraordinary. Something that you you could never even imagine. And once you understand this, you will forever be free of judging your desires. You will be forever free of feeling guilty of having what you have. And being scared that, oh my gosh, if I have it, maybe other people will be envious. Or if I have it, what will other people say? And, you know, other people who don't have it, they will feel bad. All these things will disappear once you understand this, what I'm about to say now. So when you soften into this desire and you go into like, I want to follow the voice of my longing. I don't just want to stay on this. I want to follow the longing. So you soften into it. And you need to feel it in your body for that. Yeah, It shouldn't be just like a mental thing. But when you feel this desire in your body, it's like you start to feel your heart and your womb and your whole body aching with a soul longing. When you feel the desire, it's like, okay, how deep can you let yourself desire it? Let's practice it now. How deep can you let yourself desire this thing? Can you, do you go like, yeah, that would be cool. Ah, la, 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 la. Ah, yeah, that would be nice. La, 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 la. That's what most people do. Don't be most people. Go deep. So you feel it and you go like, Whoa. can you feel it until it aches? Serious question. That's what I want for you. You go and you're like, I find the ache. And then you source it with just with your feeling. It's like you go deeper and deeper and deeper. You're like, whoa. There's an ache. It actually hurts. But it's pleasant. It's a pleasant kind of ache. So you're like, Oh, I follow it. So let's take the same desire. I have being in front of 50, 100, 200,000 people and delivering your message, delivering your art. And you're like, wow, yes. I go in and in and in and in. And guess what you find at the bottom of it? Because then you go like, okay, the desire to be exposed. I'll just kind of tell you how I perceive it. You sit with your own. Wow, yeah, me was in front of so many people. Oh my gosh. Whew. What is deeper than that? Well, me feeling like I really wake up something in these people. I feel like, wow, I am there. I get goosebumps as I speak. I feel like, oh my gosh, it's like they come alive. These people, they come alive. And I feel there's just life. We are just one life and I am in the center of it and I am one with all of them. And we are all in the heart of God. This is what's going on here. Oh my gosh, what? We were just with like 200,000 people and I'm on the stage and now 
I feel we are in the heart of God altogether. What? How did it happen? That, that's exactly the point. And you keep going deeper. Okay, so what do I actually want? Oh my gosh. I just want to be in the heart of God. I, I want to be in it. I want to be one with it. I want to feel no separation from the people in front of me, from what I feel on the inside, from what they feel on the inside. I want this to be, I want us to be out of separation. I want me to be complete. I want me to merge with God. That's what I want. What? From the desire to be in front of all these people, I found my desire to be one with God. Do you understand? This is the game. This is the depth. And every single desire a human being has, any human being, will always be sourced here. Always. Always, 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 always. There is no desire. There is no need. There is no calling. There is no wish that cannot be sourced all the way into the very first and only desire of every human being. The desire to be one with the source of creation. The desire to merge with the origin and the destination of every living being. This is love. Have you ever wanted anything else? Everything else is but a reflection of that. Everything. Wherever you look, Whatever you engage with, even things that you judge as misbehavior and the wrong behavior and not the right attitude, all of that, everything will be sourced there because people are lost. Some people require healing. <clears throat> we all require healing on, on different levels. And it's also beautiful because we just, we have forgotten and we have to heal to remember. So when someone wronged you, when someone did something painful to you, when someone said something weird, that someone sent a weird comment on your heartfelt post, or, it's all the same thing. They are also yearning for a recognition. Why they are yearning for a recognition? To recognize the divine in them. Everything is about that. Everything. And who are we? Who do we become? When we understand this, when you really live like that and you see everything through these lens, who do you become? You become love. <laughs> you become God's prayer <laughs> for humanity. You become the proof that love is. This is who you become. For simplicity, I call it priestess. <laughs> she is that. A walking prayer. And the whole life is a longing. Whole life becomes a longing. And this longing then takes you on the path of your service. Because you are serving through this remembrance. The service of a priestess, of someone who moves from this place. It's not a, it will never feel like hard work. I mean, there may be work and you may want to work hard. But it will feel like surrender. It will never matter what other people think about this. Do you see? Like, how can this intimacy ever be compromised by other people's opinions? It will not matter. It does not matter because it's between you and the source of creation. It's between you and truth. It's so deep. It's so intimate. 
no one's opinion can impact that, can change that. And the service becomes an extension of this longing. The more you soften, the more you surrender, the more you are carried, you soften into these desires. You go like, okay, that's how I want to move. This is how divine light is moving me. This is how I will be in this communion with the divine. And this is my greatest service. And then there are certain actions to take. There is maybe a team to hire, a team to manage, things to do, things to create, content to write. Like there will be so many things. But it does not really matter as long as it's coming from this surrender. Because it's so fulfilling. It is so fulfilling. It is so precious. What can be more precious than that? That you feel this profound intimacy and you are also serving it. So it's like it becomes that you are in this constant interaction with it. You are in constant interaction with love. And you are praying constantly. With everything you do, it's a prayer. <laughs> How beautiful is that? Does it get more beautiful than that? <laughs> yeah, my loves. So that's, that's the energy that I would love for, for all of us to embody more and more and more. And this year is a perfect year for that. I have a gorgeous container that's starting very soon where the whole point of it is this is to surrender into the longing and to keep discovering what happens. <laughs> because it's also fascinating. Because yeah? you also get to live in a state of awe and wonder of like, oh my gosh, this is possible and this is possible and this is possible. And you get to keep expanding is, as a human. You get to keep expanding your energy. You get to keep expanding your capacity to receive divine love. Because the more you receive it, the more it's pouring out of you. Then it all comes full circle. <laughs> so all your desires, they are pointing at what you want to receive. You are receiving it. You have more to give. You have more expansion. You have deeper connection to your longing. You have deeper connection to your service. And what if all service on our planet would come from this place? From this place of so, so much love. So as I said, I have a gorgeous container coming up about this, for this, for embodiment of the priestess, for deepening of the priestess. And um, if you are in resonance and if you want really advanced tantric feminine work, you're very invited. It's called Isis Codes. And uh, it's a 14-week container. We have gorgeous, powerful women who are already a part of it. And we have a deep, deep dive together. So if you're interested in that, welcome to reach out to me. I'm happy to send you more information. There's a link in my bio as well with all the details. And that's ahead of us. It's really exciting. I also have another smaller container that's coming up, which is called Calling Him. It's several days, four days container. Also, invitation for women to come into the maturity, feminine maturity, and then see specifically what happens when you also magnetize and attract the sacred union into your life. 
So these are incredible, gorgeous things that are coming up. Welcome to reach out, to ask questions. Myself and my team will get back to you. And in the meantime, I'm sending you so much love from Costa Rica. I also have something coming up here. A mystery immersion that's coming up in Costa Rica a little bit later in the year. Just in a couple, in a few months, actually. Really looking forward to bring my people here because I am just so blessed by this land. <laughs> it activates so much radiance, so much, so much love for life. Now, pura vida, like they say here, pure life. So thank you for being with me here and I'll see you around. Ciao, ciao.